Right, hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this is episode 13 of the podcast. Um, welcome along, I'm James. I'm Paul. And today we've got a topic we're going to talk about, so we're going to do try and do this a little bit more and talk about a specific topic. We'll talk around it a bit um, as well. But today we want to talk about uh, public speaking. Come on, what's um, today's schedule? Let's get into it. What okay. are we doing today, yeah, mate? Yeah. We're Come talking on. about... I'm getting into it. It's okay. Don't you worry. Uh, we're talking about public speaking, advice, and mentorship. Yeah. Um, obviously, from our experience, it'll be mostly focused in business, but there will be, uh, you know, other discussions around that as well. So uh, we're going to talk about our experiences of public speaking, good and bad things, um, our hints and tips that we've learned and picked up. Yeah. Um, and... The dreaded public speaking, eh? The dreaded public speaking. Yeah. And also talk about um, advice and mentorship. So some of the experiences we've received and also um, more recently has been asked for advice as well. Okay. So, you know, your experience with uh, Sheffield College and other students in Sheffield um, and various business talks that we've done, well, mainly you've done um, as well. Um, but I suppose this is... Well, we can get into why you haven't done many. Well, we can, but this is a form of public speaking, isn't it? So I'm trying to host this podcast. Yeah. Um, do a very good job of it as, as well. I can. Thank you very, very much. Very good job. Um, so, uh, you look so, the yeah. part, you sound the part. Well, I don't look the part, but, you know... You don't need to look the part, do you, on the podcast? So in that um, vein, should we get into it and start talking about our topic, which is public speaking? Play the intro music. Now let's get into public speaking. So um, talk a bit first about our experiences because we've both done, although you've probably done a bit more than me on the talking to audience public side speaking. of it. Yeah, yeah. public speaking, talking to an audience. We've yeah. done pictures and stuff like that together as well. Pictures. Uh, no, not pictures as in football pictures. Yeah, like pitching. Pitching yeah, yeah. to people. Um, Dragon's Den. Dragon's Den. That's got to be, as, as public speaking goes, Dragon's Den's... Probably the most nervous I've been for public speaking. Yeah, same. And we've pitched in other competitions and stuff as well. Not mm. filmed, but, you know, we've pitched, haven't we? Yeah. Um, and we've done, even in our pr- previous roles before we started this business, we've done, you know, elements of public speaking. Mm. Um, and radio as well, we've done a bit of that. Done a bit of um, local radio, haven't we? From time to time. Done, I like to do more of that. Yeah. If there's any if BBC Radio Sheffield out there, look, get us on. We, we they are out there. They know us, man. I like talking about us. They know us. I mean, we want to talk about things. Get yeah. In. Yeah. Ronnie exactly. Robinson, retired legend. Sorry, we're going off peace. Yeah. But we've been on we've been on Toby Foster at breakfast as well, haven't we? And he's still going. So yeah. excellent. Uh, and podcasting as well. So public speaking, Paul, come on, kick us off. What do you want to say about public speaking? So good and bad things or your your experience? Uh, it's not for everybody, is it? No. It's not for everyone. I'd say the majority of people uh, couldn't think of anything worse. The overwhelming majority of the population couldn't think of anything worse. Um, in my opinion, it's a good skill to have. Uh, it's a um, if you're natural at it, it's if you get to that level of making money on it, it's a it's a good way to make money. Yeah. Um, and it's neat. And if you're natural, it's an easy way to make money as well. Um, yeah. Like, like most things, really, if you've got an actual something. However, um, it takes it takes um, practice. Um, and, yeah, it's not for everyone at all, but for anyone that does want to get into it. Um, it's, just about, it's just about getting them under your belt. Practice, practice, practice. Yeah. Well, I mean, going back 
sort of seven or eight years, I would have considered myself one of those people. Mm. You know, public speaking would be a nightmare, the furthest mm. thing away from what I wanted to do. Like, I had to do presentations and stuff at uni. Didn't really like it, sort of just got through it. Um, but since then, I've actually, as I've done it more and more, done it a few times, I've, I think it's the unknown in it that's scary sometimes. If you do something more and more, you f- sort of flex that muscle, you learn to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't know what makes, I don't know what, like, I've practically done to make myself a better public speaker. I don't even know if I am a better public speaker, but I do know that it's kind of um, practicing it and demystifying it a little bit does make you a bit more, a bit more confident with it. Um, so I think, you know, that's, that's probably the number one thing in it. Just get experience of it. If, uh, if it's something that you're looking to tackle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you've got a, uh, you just got to talk about what you know. If I, I enjoy public speaking, I don't get nervous doing public speaking at all. Um, I used to, and like like you said, at union stuff I did, and at school and stuff, but not anymore. I, I actually really enjoy it, but that's because I'm talking about what I know. Yeah. If I went up, if I did, it went to a public speak to talk about, I don't know, uranium storage or nuclear nuclear power, mm. I'd be shitting myself because I wouldn't know what I'm on about. Well, we've got a segment coming up on uranium storage, so uh, hope you've. That's pre- one of the questions we've prepared. Isn't it? Hope you've prepared for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's exactly right because I think um, for me, I mean, I know, I know you've got a very different approach to me, but whenever I do stuff like public speaking or, you know, um, any sort of interview or anything like that, um, preparation for me is one of the things that makes me feel a lot better and a lot more relaxed about it. Yeah, knowing your subject matter is really important to me anyway, because I just feel like if I'm unprepared and I can be caught out by something, mm. um, that's what makes me nervous about it. Mm. Whereas you, I've seen you um, be like doing public speaking events and engagements and not really prepare. Yeah. Like even like the night before you, you don't, you know, you don't like write yourself extensive notes or a script or anything like that. Even the day off no. at all, you just sort of more on the fly. So yeah. What do you think that is that means that, that... It's because I'm talking about starting this business. Yeah. It's all in my head. Don't need to, you know, need to research and write stuff down. Excellent, Brent. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, it's all, it's all in your head, isn't it? It's all up there. It's mm. all up there. Yeah. Uh, but if I've got slides to do and stuff, I get, but I normally do like slides and stuff a couple of days before. But when, I, if I haven't got slides, I'm just talking. I'll just like, I will put like, like, um, you know, a couple of hours before, I'll, make some notes on my phone, like literally two or three points. Yeah. But I don't, I never look at them. As There's a prompt. no point. I don't, I don't, I don't, I actually hate prompts. I don't, I can't have anything in my hand or on my phone or anything because yeah. it actually, it's the opposite for me. It puts me off. I yeah. can't read stuff out of my hand. Yeah. It really puts me off. So I just rather go with it. And also, I think people worry about not, like, uh, wondering what to say. That's fine. If you do that when you're public speaking, you just fill it up. You go, hey, what was I thinking? Or, you know, you can just, like, we're all human beings, you know what I mean? Yeah. How many times have you seen it, public speaking, where someone goes, oh, I forgot what I was talking about then, anyway. Yeah. You know, you just, and if it's talking about something you know, like running a company, you do it every day, so it's in your head. Um, whereas, like I said, if I was going to do a talk about, you know, like I said, new, <laughs> nuclear weaponry, I'd be, uh, I'd have to research for it, and I'd be, I'd be crapping myself. Yeah. I just hate that when your mind's completely blank, you know, and you just have a complete mind blank. You can't remember what you were going to say. 
Well, yeah. even even with notes, you can lose your place. It doesn't happen though. It's only that's in your head. That's part of the fear of it, but it never happens. Yeah, for me, I, I sort of feel like even with well, like with stuff like this to an extent, I, I like know what I want to say, yeah. and in my mind, it sounds like really really good and really relevant. And then I'll come to say it if I've not got like you know prompts or if I've mm. not rehearsed it or anything like that, and it just won't come out as good. Yeah, I won't, but I won't work feel, for you though. I won't feel like I'm getting my message across as well. But one of the best public speaking things I've ever done. And we always bang about this, but I'm going to bring it up again. Is Dragon's Den, and you weren't allowed prompts, you weren't allowed anything, but that that was just we nailed that word perfect because we practiced it so many times before. Mm. So I guess it's a matter of prompts if you've not got time to practice it a thousand times like we did for me anyway, or um, practice it mm. so many times that it's completely wide into your memory and it just. When I went on Dragon's Den, obviously the nerves and adrenaline came in as well, but I almost felt like I couldn't not say it. It just came yeah. out. I didn't even really have any control over it yeah, because I've practiced it so many times. Exactly. Yeah. I think I think it's different. A, a pitch is different, I think, to a public speak because it's you know, you've got to stick to a time normally and you've got to be quite reg regimented. Whereas if you're doing a public speaking thing, you don't want to be reading like you're reading off a script because people just turn off. You want some humanism there. You want you want naturalness. You want it to feel like you listen to an actual person. Yeah. Um, same with slides. If you're doing a presentation, slides don't have text on the slide and reading off it. Just like I like pictures. I yeah. have a picture on there, and it reminds me. Like I think like presentation with slides is really easy because that is your prompt picture. Yeah. And if you get what you're talking about, you say it to people and go um, anyway, and you move on to the next thing. Yeah. Um, if you got slides and you you have a mind blank and you're still struggling, then <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, prompts work for people, um, and and no prompts work for other people like me. Mm. But it's just different, different things for different needs. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm trying to squeeze in as many office quotes as possible. Yeah, we're, we're, we're in that kind of mood today. We had a couple last week, didn't we? So carry on. Um, so a bit of a crossover of what we're we're going to talk about in a little bit as well. Um, but we've had. Um, feedback on public speaking before, haven't we? We've had advice on it and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, when we were doing the uh, the uh, uni enterprise award, which we won, was, uh, I don't remember getting feedback. Certificate up there for our. Oh yeah, when we went to practice. Yeah. In the uni. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought we got good feedback. We got we got decent feedback, but we were we were told that we weren't um, animating our voices enough and we weren't um, sort of engaging enough. I, was, I can't remember that one bit. Inflection of our uh, speech. I remember going to do it, but I'm, I just have it in my bit. It was all positive. I'm like, yeah, but I don't remember getting that feedback. Really? Yeah, honestly, God, I don't. Like, I wanted to talk about it because I think number one, it's like fair criticism. Mm. I think my, like, um, what's the word? Like my um, pattern of voice or my way of speaking. Yeah. It's not that like animated and supposedly with the advice we got, that's not the best thing for public speaking. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to work on it, obviously, for this podcast and stuff like that. Um, but I think there is also like a flip side of that, which is if you're being yourself and being natural, yeah, surely that's the best thing rather than putting on some kind of radio voice like this. Right. Nobody speaks like this. You know, I don't come in and talk to you like that in the morning, do I? No. But if I'm putting that on, does it come across like phony? What do you What do you think? Because I, I think you're somebody that values authenticity a lot. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, be yourself. You so, just got to talk louder. Yeah, 
No, I'm not saying you now. I mean, if you're doing a public speech, you've got to talk. Yeah, they're right. You have to, they've just been taught louder, really. Projecting you know, voice. Worry about your diction and all that and your accent and all that nonsense. Just got to, my best piece of advice I had was Mr. Gary Stark, a legend we used to work with at a company shop who gave me some advice because he was a really good public speaker. He said, like, you'd go into the bathroom two minutes beforehand and just, like, stretch your mouth and stuff. Yeah. And, like, warm up your facial muscles. Yeah. Um, ready to ready to go out and do a performance rather than have a conversation like this. Yeah. So you still, you don't, don't talk any different, just talk louder. Yeah. Uh, they don't scream your head off. It depends. It depends how big the room is, isn't it? Yeah. Well, if you mic'd up as well, it doesn't matter, does it? Yeah. Uh, I remember, actually, when we did that, <clears throat> um, we did the Enterprise Awards at the uni, mm. but we, we came back after the year after we'd won it to, uh, to speak to the audience that were there that night <clears throat> as the pro- prior winners, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember picking up the mic and speaking into it and going, bloody hell. Because mm-hmm. it sounded so loud, like it's your own voice coming out. You're used to hearing it like just normally. Yeah, yeah. It comes out through like massive speakers and everything. And it, like, it did put me off a bit. So actually, if I'd have, like started screaming my head off and projecting my voice into that, it would have been like, I don't know. Blown the windows out. Yeah, Yeah, it's uh, but no, I I enjoy it. I enjoy it personally. um, But yeah, not most people hate it, don't they? Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, So another thing, just before we move on uh, about public speaking as well, Um, like the best public speaking that you see, I think, is um, people who are able to kind of slow themselves down and take pauses in like relevant places. Yeah. Which is, it's a skill that that's difficult to do. Yeah. But I think it builds that like, uh, builds that like level of attention with an audience. Yeah. Cause they can't like you, if you pause in the right places, mm. they, they're they like waiting for your next, next sentence or your next word. Yeah. Some of the best, uh, if you want to get into public speaking, watch Steve Jobs' presentation is really good. He hardly spoke. Mm. You know, it was very uh, uh he didn't do some stupid didn't some put some voice on, did he? But it was all about what was on the screen and he'd just like narrate it really. Mm. He just it was like he just got out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm. He's brilliant, absolutely. So yeah, definitely worth a watch all on YouTube if you ever need any inspiration. Um and his slides were dead to the point. There's no nonsense, there's no text really on there, it was all images. So yeah, I'd recommend anyone does that if you want to get into it. Yeah. And uh, and again, like radio and podcasting is different again because I find radio really weird because if it's live radio, you're because we've done it a few times, like on local radio and stuff, mm. you, you're aware of the fact that you're talking to like potentially, I don't know, hundreds or thousands of people, but you have to treat it like you're just talking to one person, which I suppose you are because you're being interviewed or whatever. Um, it's a strange feeling isn't it because mm-hmm. there's no one there with you other than like the presenter and like a producer or whatever um but you've got to treat it like you're just talking to one person having a conversation yeah um and the same with this as well you know i find it the the hardest bit for me with this is introducing it at yeah. the start you've got to start speaking in this way as if you're talking to people or you know different people uh, but you're not you just kind of one minute you sat at your desk working, and then the next minute you're just talking into mm. a microphone. Strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I think the the uh, key is to just 
not think about that. Just think about on the, on the chat. Yeah, it's easier with uh, practice, though. Just make sure you don't say anything stupid. Well, there's a high chance that I will. It's very difficult for me. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's move on to like advisors and mentors and stuff. So what, what do you think makes a good advisor slash mentor? Mm, self-awareness from their point of view. So understanding, uh, you know, or it's like a, a lot, some advisor mentors will speak to you about subjects that they're not themselves so clued up on. Try yeah. and try and uh, you know tell you how it's done and something they don't know what they're talking about. Whereas if I had self awareness, they'd be like, you you know, take this with a pinch of salt from me, etc. Yeah. Um, or just an idea. Or yeah. Have you thought about? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the difficulty with advice and mentorship is that there's a fine balance between honesty and negativity, I suppose. Yeah. Like, I suppose as an advisor, you are there to an extent to offer encouragement, but you're also there to be honest as well. Yeah. And if you think that someone's idea is like not very good, to kind of let them know where you think that they might be better suited, turning their attention or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think some advisors have maybe that we've had that have got it in their mind, maybe that they're not giving advice unless they're being harsh and critical. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore that can come across as discouraging. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, people, well, it depends, depends what sort of person you are, but people can be very easily discouraged Yeah. if they listen to what somebody's got to say and it's, overly critical and harsh and that that advice might not be right um because it's just from one individual to another and it's generally a prediction about something that's not happened yet this will work or this won't work Mm. so or this is the best thing to do this is not the best thing to do but that person who's advising like you say is not always self-aware enough to acknowledge that i might not be right on this but this won't work yeah kind of thing do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, if you, if you start a business, you'll definitely get people telling you it's not going to work before it's even started. Yeah. Uh, ignore that. Uh, you, but you also get amazing encouragement as well. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, you, you'll probably find out for yourself, really. And if you need little bits of help here and there, you, you know, find find someone that is in the industry that you're wanting to start a business in. That's where you get your best piece of advice. Yeah. Whereas, like, generic advisors, um, particularly at, like, unis and councils and stuff, um, they're fantastic for advising you on stuff like how to get started, i.e., you know, the boring stuff like VAT registration, all this sort setting of stuff. Up a company setting up, whereas strategy and your actual company trading, take it with a massive pinch of salt because, you know, half of them have never started one of those businesses in their lives. Um, yeah. Or if they have, they still might be wrong about your industry yeah. or your passion or your your business friends and family might discourage you or they might encourage you it depends um you know yeah it's normally the latter but it can happen um but yeah just, just go for it believe be confident and, and try it and find out for yourself yeah friends and families are difficult don't one, waste all your money though yeah friends and family is a difficult one especially because you know they might feel like they've got to save your feelings or mm-hmm. whatever but yeah it's 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 a very tricky world to navigate because um, filtering that out and knowing what's good advice and what's not good advice or what you should take and what you should ignore or you yeah. know, semi-ignore or whatever. That's, that's like the hardest part of it because 
we've discussed this before, but you know, you can be easily discouraged by something that um, someone said, um, unless you have that critical kind of focus on it to say, is it, you know, where where is it coming from? Who is it coming from? And what are they basing it on? If it's just like a snap judgment. Yeah. And also in the early stages of a business or any venture, it's always going to look like it's not going to work because businesses don't just take off overnight or most of them don't. Mm. So if you're early on in your process and you're not making any money or whatever it might be, not getting any listeners or viewers or whatever it might be that you metric that you're striving for, it's always going to look bad early on in it. Yeah. And that's just part of it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Well said. Uh, so that's ticked off one of my other uh, points on our agenda, which is do you have to follow advice received? No. No. You don't have to. Absolutely not. Um, and should we talk about best and worst advice we've received or should we just move on? Uh, worst advice I've received in my life is that your business isn't going to work uh, and that you should change it, change the model entirely. Yeah. Uh, best advice I've received is to be yourself. Good. Who said that to you? Tom, our old gaffer. Mm. Excellent. Yeah. Good. That was, but yeah, that, that's the first thing that came to my mind anyway. Good. No, that's great. Uh, yeah, I would, I would echo that first one, to be honest. Like, being told nobody wants to buy this stuff. Well, yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you know that? Unless you're one of those people. No one wants to buy this. It's just about finding a minute. It's yeah. about finding an audience. There's an audience for pretty much anything out there. And, you know, some in some cases, it might not be a big enough audience to make it justified. But if you believe in it, then it's, you know, it's imperative to go for it, isn't it? Absolutely. Good. I think that's been, uh, that's been a good discussion on those uh, topics. Anything to add before we move on to now, something else? Have we got the questions for our customers jingle? Is that saved now on our thing? Can we just play that? Can I'm going to play it. But before that, mm. I want to just do another little segment. So mm. I want to talk about, like, it might come up from a customer question, but it might be separate. This week it's separate. So I want to talk about a little topical thing that I've found, um, which is from BBC News today, and I've just spotted this. I think it sort of fits into what some of the stuff we've been talking about. So there's a guy called Cole Anderson James. Do you know who Cole Anderson James is? Yeah. You do because I told you already. Yeah, he's a TikTok. I watch, I've seen Afterlife. You've seen well. him already? Yeah, I've seen it all. watched it last <clears> night. <throat> so, uh, so this guy, Cole Anderson James, was a salesman. Mm. And he started doing TikToks, doing just like um, lip syncs to Ricky Gervais programs, like yeah. The Office. He'd do like little quotes, dress up like, you know, in a suit and tie and mm. do David lip sync David Brent quotes and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and... Ricky Gervais saw him, spotted him, and cast him to appear in Afterlife 3. Yeah. So, and there's also another example recently of uh, good old Francis Bourgeois mm. with his train spotting being the Gucci campaign. Mm. So, let's talk about that. Mm. It's interesting that, I suppose, people doing something that they might just think of as a bit of fun or something a bit silly um, can turn into like a massive opportunity in most cases it won't obviously like you know people chasing tiktok fame it's not going to happen is it but i think it's quite an interesting kind of case study in 
yeah, just doing something that you find interesting or funny or whatever yeah. and just going for it, putting it out there and you never know what might happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they're also good. Like Cole's really good at it. He's obviously got talent in acting because he doesn't just do lip syncs. He does funny scenario videos, doesn't he? Which way he's showing like he's really good at acting. I'll be honest, I've not seen that much of his stuff, but yeah, um, yeah. I'm aware of him. I've seen some of his um, office stuff. He started out with the lip syncs and now he does like just like funny videos. Little sketches and stuff. Yeah, he does his own sketches. So he's, he's a good actor. Um, and he's, uh, have you seen it in Afterlife? No, I've not watched Afterlife. He's, um, He's, he does a part as like a gym instructor and he's quite well built. Yeah. It's, it's actually, it's only like 20 seconds long, but it's still quite, it's like a cameo. Well, it's cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's brilliant. So, but yeah, just put yourself out there and just, you know. Again, I always say this, don't care what people think. If Cole's, and Francis in particular, mm. if he gave a shit what people thought about him, do you think he'd be doing those TikTok videos? Yeah. It, is, dif- not. it is difficult though. Well, to, to not, I know, to not be bothered. But you've got to just, you've just got to just get on with it. Like, tick, like no one would have heard of him if Francis cared about what people thought about him. No one would have a clue who he is. What's your approach to this? Because I'm not going to bring this up, but you've had some, uh, some hate on our oh, Facebook yeah, page yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got slammed. You know, I got trolled. Yeah, I need to speak into the camera, into the mic. Yeah, I got, I got heavily trolled on our. Um, <laughs> We did like we done we did a series of um, Facebook Instagram ads, Facebook mainly. One of them, honestly, it got like millions of views. It was amazing. We got loads of customers from it. It's just me talking about this business for, and in a fifteen second video. But I don't I don't want to focus on that because we got there's I was actually looking at it earlier. There's like hundreds of comments on there mm. still because we still got the ad running because it's amazing, like a viral post. And it's all positive, 99%. But we get the odd comments saying that I'm a moron, that I'm a twat, that I'm uh, that I'm ugly, which is fully valid. All, all <laughs> of the above are valid. <laughs> Says that, uh, oh, this Muppet, um, well, look at the state of him, runs a business. Look at the state of him. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, you don't have to mention that on a TikTok post. I haven't had my hair cut since then. Um, well, you had long hair in those videos, didn't it you? It was bad, though. Like, it looked horrible. I looked like, well, a ju- I, looked like I just got out of bed. What would you but say? There's, you know, so I'm not bothered. Eh? What would you say to me or people like me that if, even if we had 99 nice comments, mm-hmm. the one bad one would be the focus? Uh, Sounds like I'm interviewing you, but I'm not. But I just think you're you're like a good example of this. Whatever. I, 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 I could not give a shit. I really don't care. I don't. To me, I don't even think. Oh, now I've got to not care. I don't care. I'm just not bothered. It wasn't even me, and I got. Annoyed on your, mm. I got probably more annoyed than you that you were getting mm. trolled, oh, and it made me think, I don't want to do these adverts mm. and stuff. Well, what? Because if what, you're getting trolled, imagine what I'd get. What happened to me? State of me. What happened to me? <laughs> well, nothing happened to you. What did they do? The person did the comment. I don't know. Nothing. They obviously didn't. Some of them didn't move on. Did they? they kept so no. coming back. So. What's what's the worst that's gonna happen? You've just got to be so what? Do you know what I mean? You just got it's got confidence. It just comes out to confidence. Mm. Really don't care. Mm-hmm. Really, really not bothered. Um, you've just got you just got to get on with your life. And you know, if you're, you're not gonna get anywhere in life, if you're worried about what other people think, and you're trying to, you know, let other people live live your life for you. So yeah, France is actually a really good example for that. Yeah. He must, especially, I guarantee in the early days before he went viral, he got absolutely slaughtered on them comments. But now it's it's trendy to like him, isn't it? You see, mm-hmm. like customers posted, um, 
big companies posting about replying on this, commenting on his videos and that. Mm. Um, he's, he's not bothered, is he? He's just getting on with it because he enjoys it. Yeah. And he's doing, you know, he's doing really well out of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's a good beacon for that, I'd say. Mm. Yeah, fair play to him. I love it. It's, you know, it's just being himself. I think um, where I am now, I just have to try and ignore it. Yeah. Just not read comments. Yeah, that's a good idea. I, if I was a celebrity and I'd Twitter, I wouldn't, I don't know, I wouldn't even go through all tweets and stuff like Some that. Because people get loads of abuse. Yeah, just ignore it. Yeah. Um, but there's always going to be more, there's always going to be more ones and stuff. You've just got to do it for yourself and just enjoy it. Yeah. By all means, enjoy it. Yeah. So uh, lastly, we are sort of getting up to half an hour now, so we'll try and curtail this soon. But have we got any questions from customers? Play the jingle. Questions from our customers. Okay, so first question. Hang on, yes. let me go through my... Thank you for all the questions, by the way. We've had a couple of emails into us this all week. All the uh, questions. All the questions. I've tried to get through all. We've only had you know, millions of questions. Um, yeah, thank you for customers that emailed us questions as well. Um, we yeah. did ask that last last week. I actually said last week, if you hate the podcast, email me, which nobody did. I'm pleased to announce that nobody emailed me saying they despise the podcast. Good. So <laughs> We should have a we should have a Thank streak. You, we should have like days since yeah. the podcast got. Uh... Um, <laughs> so no, I, I really appreciate that. Um, but anyway, let's get let's get to it. So Roger in Cambridge. Thank you, uh, Roger in Cambridge. Thanks for Roger. getting in touch. Says, "What's your favourite food? What's your favourite food? I'll kick off. My favourite food <sighs> probably uh, pizza. Probably mm. burgers, pizza." Absolutely love it. Oh, Burgers or pizza? God. If I had to pick, if I was on death row, I had my last meal. Mm. If I had my last meal, probably Five Guys Burger. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, Domino's Pizza. I don't know. I had Chinese. When you have a good Chinese, that's amazing as well, isn't it? Yeah. It uh, is. I don't know. what I'd, I'd probably go for um, Indian. Yeah. I had one, a really nice one in Darlington on Saturday night. Yeah. It was absolutely Love funny. a good Indian. I like uh, What type of Indian would you go for? Uh, I don't know. Masala? I very up. I do like a masala, but I like What's a li- chicken? little bit of spice. spice. But I like it when it's quite rich in tomatoey and quite rich mm. with spices. I like that. Nice. Uh, so nice. anything anything along those lines uh, is like good for me. Food. Yeah, not too much spice and a garlic naan. Yeah. Indian and a garlic naan. I had a uh, coconut naan the other night. What's really? that called again? Uh, Peshwari. Yeah. And we yeah. had um, the like Indian chicken balls. What they're called. Pecora. Pecoras, yeah. First time I've ever had them. Little red balls. Thanks a lot, Roger. Appreciate you getting in touch. Uh, two seconds. Let me just get it up. Um, this one, again, was emailed into us. Thanks very much for this, Michelle. Michelle in Dorset. Thank you for this. Michelle in Dorset says... Um, I love how people put their locations on these. <laughs> I love how people put their locations on these. It's brilliant. Yeah, I know. Um, my email signature doesn't have my location. It probably does, actually. Sorry, carry on. I know it's bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, but no, thank you for this, Michelle. Michelle says, uh, what products would you love to get in in stock that you haven't before? Uh, what products would I love to get in stock before? Um, I would love us to get... Sorry, we ran out of time. <laughs> I would love us to get Boost Protein. Boost Protein bars. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Me too. Absolutely phenomenal. Mm. What about you? 
grenade bars. We oh, that's what we've not had before. before. Sorry, apologies, Michelle. Sorry about it's that. It's difficult this because we've ticked quite a few of these off this year. We have, yeah. This past this past twelve months, not this year, like Bear Bells, Neutrino, um, um, Mars, Mars and Snickers. We've yeah, we've done that before. Done that. Yeah, done that one. Oh, dearie me. I'd like to like to do chilled stuff like protein cheese and that. Mm. But that's, yeah, you probably yeah. It's down the line, that, isn't it? Boost, yeah, I agree with you. Boost protein be brilliant. Okay. No, Misfits bars, Misfits plant bars. Yeah, they, they're amazing. Good. Now, next question. So this is from uh, Lucy on Instagram. Thank you, Lucy. And uh, where is Lucy? Lu- I don't know. Chorley? Doesn't say this. She doesn't say this. West Instagram. Sussex? I don't know. Aberdeen? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, Lucy on Instagram says, if you had to have, for any five people, if, if you could invite... Any five people to a dinner party, dead or living, who would you pick? Uh, I won't have anyone dead there. Okay. Because that, that, they won't be able to eat. There'd be no conversation. That'd just be... Why don't you go? I'm trying to think. Uh, Ricky Gervais. Okay. I'd have uh, Jürgen Klopp. Yeah. I would have Stephen Hawking. Professor Stephen Hawking. Um, I would have... Einstein? Nah, he'd bring the mood down, wouldn't he? He'd be boring everyone to death. <laughs> um, I'd have... Um, you know, I, need, I need two more. Two more, two more, two more. Uh, 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 uh. I would have... <sighs> Bill Shankly. And my final one would be... Uh, Elvis, maybe. Yeah. Uh, you and Klopp's a good one. Yeah, it'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to think. John some... Lennon? No, God, no. Interesting, John Lennon. Um, legend, like, but no. Uh, I think I'd have John Lennon. Would you? Yeah. Or McCartney. Elvis. Yeah, I'd, I'd maybe I'd have Elvis. Yeah. Elvis. It's a good one. Um, Churchill, maybe? Yeah, it's or a good Clement one. Attlee? Yeah. Um... Who else have we got? He'd have to smoke outside, though, wouldn't he? If you did that, he'd, yeah, because he's obviously, he died before, way before the smoking ban. So he'd, he'd be a bit annoyed. Just a bit. He'd be trying to, he'd be trying to smoke his, his um, cigar at the table, wouldn't he? I think he'd have to could, go look. I think he'd get away with it. It's Churchill. Yeah, it? but he'd still be annoyed, wouldn't you? He'd be like, can you do that outside, please? Yeah, I suppose. I know you're Churchill, but come on. Um, oh, don't you speak to me like that? <laughs> We'll go down there, would it? No. Uh, who else? Oh, I don't know. I'm trying to think now. Uh, comedians, yeah. Ricky Gervais is a good one. Stephen Merchant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seinfeld. Oh, no, Carl Pilkington. Yeah, forget Elvis. Forget Elvis. I'd have, I'd have Pilkington there. Carl Pilkington. Yeah, yeah. Make well, he'd be fed up after 10 minutes. Anyway. Uh, oh, God, I'm trying to think. Freddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah I was thinking Fred. Freddie Mercury, yeah, that'd be good. I don't know how many I've named now, but... I'm, I call him Fred. Uh, Fred, yeah. Oh, Fred. Mm. Um, you've, you've got four, though. You need one more. I'm trying to think. Uh, Mourinho. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, that's good. It's a good one. That'd be funny, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he'd be a good laugh, Mourinho. Mm. Yeah. I'm like Mourinho. Right. Sod it. I can't remember what my five are, but I've thrown quite a few out there. 
thanks for your questions everybody please keep them coming uh email us dm us whatever we'll, we'll ask for more next week yes absolutely please keep them coming uh i wish you'd have told me that because i could have prepared for it better <laughs> i didn't uh, either surprise questions uh caught me out a little bit um, <laughs> me too right so we've got uh, a giveaway to do we've got a giveaway to do yeah we have got a giveaway to do yes um so we this is going to be a podcast only giveaway yes yeah so what we're going to do is going to ask a question um like a quiz question and you will email us anyone just email us at hello at foodcirclesupermarket.com with the answer or you can dm us on social media or just say i'm answering the quiz question yeah to enter the mountain Dew's giveaway you don't have to put all that yeah but the answer is this well we're giving away james we are giving away five whilst, whilst i think of the question can you just tell the customers uh well listen what we're giving away i'll i'll vamp for a bit i'll fill so we are giving away uh five cases of mountain joe's products so this giveaway is in what flavors are they man? in partnership with mountain joe's um i'm not sure at this point but it'll be five cases of mountain joe's we're giving away five boxes of Mountain Joes. Yes. They're going to be so, tasty. There's 10 bars in a box. Mm. And there's um, potentially, well, they do cakes, brownies, millionaires, and flapjacks. Yeah. All packed with protein. So we're going to be giving away five boxes of Mountain Joes products, different ones. So to enter the competition, you have to answer the following question. What college did James say I've been public speaking at recently? If you've been listening to the full podcast, you'd know the answer. Okay. So, to repeat the question, to enter the Mountain Joe's giveaway, you need to answer this following question. What college, as Paul, my colleague Paul, who, if you're watching this, you can see, uh, what college has Paul been uh, currently public speaking and helping students at about business? And if you can answer that, email us hello at foodcirclesupermarket.com. Mm -hmm. Drop us a DM on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. You can tweet us mm -hmm. at Food Circle UK. Um, yeah, they're the, they're the ways to get in touch, aren't they? Yeah, go for it. Good luck, everybody. And we'll announce a winner in the next podcast. Yes, uh, which will be in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Fabulous. So we'll announce the winner then. We'll be picking at random from the people that have answered it correctly and we'll be sending them five cases of Mountain Joe's oh, stock. Oh. Absolutely free of charge. Five cases just answering that question of which the answer is in the first five minutes of this, video, this podcast. Yes. Can't beat it. Yep. And by the way, we're not going to be putting this out on anywhere else. This is podcast only. So your chances, because about three people listen to this, your chances... <laughs> chances <laughs> That's are... a joke I'm messing about. But the chances are pretty good. That's four. It's full, yeah, so yeah. yeah. The chances are good, so yeah. Good luck, everyone. Yes, and on that note, I think it's time to wrap up. Let's go. So, uh, yeah, that's been really good. And thanks, everybody, who has listened, for listening. And we'll see you next time. Please leave a five-star rating. If you hate the podcast, please email me.